Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back to another episode of Kane Collects. And uh, if this is your first time, welcome. If you don't know, uh, Odyssey, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can download it wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you know, getting a great start here on 2024. And I've been doing a lot of uh, YouTube as well. Kane Collects on YouTube. I'm posting up uh, videos of uh, local card pickups, local card show pickups. I also do, um, now I'm starting to open up some retail product and things like that and wax. And I'm on Instagram at Kang Collects, K-H-A-N-G Collects. And without further ado, I'd like to bring in Jason Luton, the owner of Luton Sports Cards and Collectibles. Jason, thanks for joining me, man. Hey, man. Great to be here. Absolutely. Uh, and actually, on my latest YouTube, or one of my YouTubes, I don't know how uh, how many behind people are, but I get a, a mega box of Prism Football 2023, which seems to be like the product of the year right now. And yes, I know the year is only two weeks old, but everyone's chasing C.J. Stroud. I picked up my mega box from Luton Sports Cards and Collectibles, a great shop. Um, and I pulled, actually, I got my more than my money's worth, which is hard to do sometimes. Jason, I appreciate the, uh, the deal on the mega. And uh Everyone, go out, go check out his shop if you if you have a chance. Where are you located, Jason? Yeah, we're at so we're in uh, downtown Clawson at 18 South Main Street, uh, just south of 14 Mile Road. Uh, we're right next to the Magic Wonderland Chop, Cave, and then uh, everybody knows Whiskey Taco, Foxtrot. Nice. And are you on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or anything like that? Yeah. So so we do a lot with our like Facebook page and try to add in like a lot of the new like products that come in we you know kind of post those up there um do do we do instagram as well and uh um a lot a lot on ebay as well too we do a lot of stuff on ebay and you have a pretty cool trade night as well i think i don't know how often you do it but i haven't gotten out to one but i've heard people that have been there and they they really enjoy it right yeah so so we we try to do it every month but it doesn't always work out that way just with you know during during holiday times it's tough to do it um uh it, it January is also a tough month. If, I know, I know at like tops, we have like a, a webinar meeting coming up this week. And I think we're going to have one of those another tops rip night events coming out uh, probably in February, right around the release of top series one baseball, which is on Valentine's day. Nice. And so, like I mentioned, I, I grabbed a, a, a mega box from your store. I love uh, one of the couple of things I love about your store is you always have a ton of wax available, which I, I like to see on shelves at local card shops. And you also have uh, 
like a new new arrival sh- showcase, you know, for singles that come in and out. So I like that as well. Um, is that something that you just, you know, I mean, what do you kind of try to focus on with your shop and, you know, what have you found that works for you? So obviously, you know, the thing that, you know, brings a lot of the new collectors in is the, the new wax, right? Because they, they get back into it. They see these videos online, you know, they, they watch these hits get pulled and, you know, they, they, the new product comes in and they, and they want to go, you know, try their hand at, you know, getting a big hit. Right. So then, then, you know, that that's obviously something that you need to have, you know, and, and you got to have it priced at, you know, a reasonable price because everybody knows what the, the, the going market is, right. You can just type it in on eBay. You can go on Dave and Adams, you can go on blowout. It's all right in front of you. So, you know, it, there's, there's, it, you've, you've got to have those direct accounts. You've got to have the um, allocations to get those products into people's hands at reasonable prices. Um, and, and then I see people kind of go back after they've opened some boxes and maybe weren't successful and then they get into the singles. And I think, you know, you just got to have a good mix of, of both. So you're a newer shop, but you're not new in the game. You've been, uh, you know, collecting, investing for a long time. Tell me how you got your start and why uh, you decided to open up a card shop. So like probably 33 years ago, because I'm 43 now, about 10 years old, they started going to card shows with my dad. They had Gibraltar Trade Center. My dad set up at card shows. And I just kind of, it just kind of spiraled into the, you know, like probably about 18, right when I graduated high school, I really started getting into it even more. Um, Then eBay came around around that time. And I mean, I remember selling on eBay. It's just funny. There was no scans. It was just like you typed in the card you had. You literally mailed it in a white envelope and you just put a stamp on it. And it you're was hoping just, it was, got there. <laughs> and, 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 and like I would get personal checks in the mail oh, and like man. money orders. And it was just it's funny to see how it's changed. Wow. And um, uh, I think after like went to college, uh, had a real job for maybe, say, two, three years, kept doing the eBay on the side realized that was really my passion and just kind of went all in about 2005 full-time nice did, did a lot of ebay did a lot of card shows a lot of just you know hustling yeah what made you want to go do the brick and mortar well so like i had my dad had a toy store in birmingham called adventures and toys and i was able to get direct accounts through that toy store because we've had a area there with cards packs boxes and uh, I, I think when, when he just decided that he was ready to retire and be done with um, his his little adventure, uh, you know, for, for me to continue to have the allocations, I had to have a brick and mortar store. And I have something I've always wanted to do. I've been looking into it for maybe four or five years. And I kind of like sat back and just kind of looked at people that were had having success. And I tried to take little things from them and, and just kind of put it into like maybe my little touch. Nice. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you're, if it was your passion and, and you enjoy doing it, you know, it doesn't feel as much as work, even though it is still working, you still got to pay the bills and you got, it's a numbers game, margins and things like that, I'm sure. Right. So has, oh, yeah. it hasn't turned into like complete work for you yet, or is it, you know, is it still fun? Is it still the passion? So um, don't get me wrong. I love going to, you know, it's, it's fun to have a place that you just want to go to in the morning. You know, is there certain aspects of it that are, you know, seem like work? Yeah. I mean, I don't, enjoy sleeving and top loading and pricing and comping cards nonstop because the singles sell pretty well. Uh, but that's just part of the game. You know, that's, that's it. You know, it's just, you know, uh, I, I just try to find like a little, 
happy medium each day with maybe a couple hours doing this, an hour doing this, and not 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 too much of one thing. All right. So let's get right into the hobby talk. I mentioned already a couple times that I went and bought a mega of 2023 NFL Prism. Um, I personally find the megas more of um, a value than the blaster box because if you don't want to buy a hobby box, they're eight hundred dollars plus. I mean, and good luck maybe even finding that eight hundred dollars at this point. So this product for, I mean, has it been flying off the shelves for you, Blasters, Megas, Hobbies? I mean, is this just a CJ Stroud season? He just won a playoff game. The guy looks to be amazing. He's probably going to win Rookie of the Year, deservingly so. But you also have Anthony Richardson in the class, Will Levis, you know. I mean, what's up? I mean, do you still, do you see this product still being hot for a while here? Yeah, I mean, I I don't have anything left. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's all gone. Um, wow. I mean, it, it, to be honest, it's it's pretty tough. To, uh, Panini allocations are pretty tight, so there's not there's not a lot to go around to begin with, at least for myself. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, because like the next couple releases are like Absolute comes out this week, and then you've got Phoenix, and and I think you know Absolute has the the Kaboom Chase, you know, so people will probably get a little excited about that product. Phoenix is a nice product. The secondary market just doesn't support the singles, so like it's it's a tough break to be honest. Um, uh, at the current like pre-sale price, um, I I just think Prism Prism will be king until probably you see um, you know uh, Optic come out because it's it's around that same price point. Mm -hmm. So I think I think Prism will be king for a while. Wow, I mean, do you so? I mean, you're still trying to get some boxes in, or I mean, I feel like uh, they, unless some places are really overpriced, they probably won't even have them in store, right? No, no. I mean, if you're selling them, like I we got the value packs in this week. And I put them, I didn't gouge. Like people want 25, 30 bucks online. I sold them for $15, like they're in the store. Uh -huh. I just limited them to four per person. Mm -hmm. And all 20 boxes we were allocated were gone instantly. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got a good price on them. So people are like, hey, you know, I'll take four, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I think people that didn't even care for football were like, oh, well, it's Prism. I, you know, if, if you're in the hobby, you're seeing Prism breaks now because that's what everybody's talking about. So. so, I mean, the C.J. Stroud one-of-one one card has already been pulled. Uh, do you feel like it's going to slow down the product at all, or you feel like, hey, there's others still, you know, his gold and, and maybe Anthony Richardson, whoever, is still enough out there to, to keep chasing? Yeah, I don't think that means anything, to be honest with you, because I, I think I think we're at the point now where a lot of a lot of the boxes have been ripped, um, and, the, and the people that have quantities left will just – they're going to hold their price. They're going to hold the market. And you're not going to get, I mean, I, I think my distributor offered three boxes up to us today at 945 is the cost. So, like, I, I it's not going down. I mean, there's no way. Mm -hmm. It's supply demand. I mean, it's just the breakers, if the breakers, if the breakers can break it and they can uh, sell their breaks, they're going to pay whatever it takes to get it because they need product. And it's just, it, that product's never, ever going to go down. Wow. I mean, is this one something maybe uh, if you got a box, would you hold it? Yeah, I mean, so if you look at the history of Prism, I mean, it, it takes one guy to make the product just be at that price forever, right? So, like, Mahomes will always, can you know, carry 17. I think Allen's the year after, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, you look at – and you look at – you go to, like, 2020, you even had, like, Burrow, Herbert – Oh, they got like three or four guys. Two, uh, now Jordan Love, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jordan Love, and then you have Jefferson, and you have C.D. Lamb. You have so many guys. And and I, I just think that there's probably a couple other guys in this year's product that, you know, 
we don't even know if they're going to be superstars. Like, what, what if Aiden O'Connell's good? What if, what if you know Jordan Addison's a superstar? What if you know who knows? No, that's a great call. I mean, look at the um, I think the Lamelo Ant Man year. Look at Tyrese Halliburton now. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Is like there's always a couple guys that kind of sneak up, and you're like, oh yeah, they're in there too. Yeah, because you're always going to have your lead guy, your Strout, your Richardson, you know, yeah. those guys. Yeah, but if if you even just have like you said one, I mean, Mahomes is quite the ceiling, but like if Stroud can carry this whole year, then that'd be big. But right, right, the last year, so yeah. Um, speaking of new product and things like that, switch the basketball real quick. Uh, big news in the hobby this uh, this past week was LeBron James. It wasn't really a secret, obviously. Once his uh, deal with Upper Deck ran out, everyone kind of knew he was going to go to Fanatics, and it, it became official. LeBron James signs with Fanatics. Uh, so he'll be, you know, signing cards for Fanatics products. And the first card is going to come out already in January. It's, uh, what, 2023-2024 Bowman uh, Chrome University, right? Correct. Yeah, that comes out on Wednesday. Yeah, and that is, uh, that's he's going to do a one-on-one card with him and his son, Bronny. Um, how do you feel about this being a Chase card? And if is this the only card? I mean, I don't know the checklist. I don't know if you do. What else is in this product? I mean, has he signed multiple cards in this product as well so so from what i've been told is that this is the only autograph in the whole product for him oh wow so i i mean there's going to be obviously hype around the card there's going to be hype around lebron james back in you know getting in with fanatics and i i i don't know what to say about this product because if there's just one i mean i <laughs> you know there it's going to be tough right i mean i i would i haven't seen a checklist either i was kind of hoping being a basketball product that they might, you know, somehow slip some type of Victor Wembanyama autograph in there. So, I mean, you, we spoke earlier just a second ago about how CJ Stroud, the one-on-one got pulled and you don't think it's slowing down the hype at all. What if this, like, what if the breakers pull this uh, one-on-one Bronny James and LeBron card within the first few days? What happens to the product after that? Whew, man, that's a tough one. I, I <laughs> this is, this is a different one because this is, you know, like, with Stroud, there's golds, there's yeah, you know, out of 15s, 25s, yep. there's case hit ones. I did this, this, this would be tough because, like, what are you chasing? Like, we haven't seen a checklist. I mean, obviously, Bronny's got otters in there, right? He, but he already had him in the McDonald's. So, yep. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, there's got to be something else that they're gonna like, you know, that you're gonna see with the checklist that comes out. I would assume tomorrow or, you know, on release day. Okay. Okay. And uh, I'm assuming you're going to try to have that product in the, in the shop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we, we got it Wednesday for sure. It's uh, we, we get it tomorrow, I believe. So, okay. Nice. All right. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, you know, the hobby and how, you know, we I've spoken about it a few times already, but your thoughts on, on the breakers, I, it's all, is it a necessary evil? I, I don't want to, you know, I'm not big on getting in breaks. That's just my personal opinion. I don't tell people how to spend their money, you know, and I understand because sometimes hobby boxes are just too expensive. And the only way you can get involved is if to get into a break. How do you feel about breakers and just that whole, that whole thing in general, that genre of the, of the hobby? Well, I think, I think, you know, they, they've really helped the hobby just because, you know, uh, if you look at like before breaking the card, the cards didn't have, um, a big, I mean, it was like eBay card shows. And now these breaks are going, they're, they're all over the place. People are, you know, going through their feeds and seeing these one-on-ones, these cards get hit. It's great. Um, we didn't, it's, it's hard to say because like they, they've also, you know, we, I think 
for hobby boxes, they've really raised the price because of, you know, their willingness to pay whatever. And, you know, there's been a little, you know, greed that way, but I, I it, it, it's been great for the hobby overall. Don't get me wrong. I think there's good and bad to it. Um, definitely good. It gets people in the hobby. The bad is, you know, the addiction, right? Like there's, I've had multiple people come in the store and sell me big old collections of stuff that said that they spent X and they know it's not worth even close to that and they just want to get some money out and they got to be done doing this breaks because it was like you know it was getting to be too much for them so there, there's that there's that issue but you know i mean if you can just have fun with it and you know stay within your means breaks are great right yeah i mean just like anything else people you gotta you know be responsible with it you know this is it's, it is a gamble uh, you don't i have a few friends who've just gotten into it and they're not they weren't even as big into cards uh until recently and they got into breaks and they said hey man this is kind of addicting i'm like hey just be careful it can add up quick um you also i think the other thing about breakers and breaking in general is um one bad apple can ruin the whole bunch you know like you hear these stories about you're not getting cards they're you're you know they're you're you know just hiding you know they're they're not upstanding breakers i guess you say and who do you believe who do you trust and they always say oh you know just make sure you break with who or get into breaks that you trust but no one's getting into a break they don't trust i guess so i mean how do you feel about that i mean it just even I mean, the big name whenever, ones have been some people have said hey they've been shady you know right well so like whenever whenever you have a market that's hot and popular there's going to be a bunch of people that run to it that want to try to make their money you know so I think you've seen, I think there was, wasn't there like an NFL player doing like Pokemon breaks or something? Yeah. I think Blake Martinez. Yes. And he kind of got, I don't know the whole story. I just know that he's back in the NFL and not doing breaks. (laughs) Uh, You know, I mean, obviously uh, there's, there's, I mean, I've heard so many bad things and experiences on, you know, different platforms of, you know, this guy, this guy, they show all these videos that, you know, you're like, Oh, watch him switch this card. And, I mean, it, it it's tough because, you know, you, you like to think that everybody's in, you know, just, you know, wants you to hit. And I mean, when people come into my store and they're buying these expensive boxes and, and then God forbid they actually open it in the store, I get nervous. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> this is really bad. Like, you know, I want this guy to hit, you know, a great card and at worst break even. Right. Right. You know? But the, the truth of the matter is that just doesn't happen every time. So, yeah. Well, I was going to say, as a card shop owner, do you want someone to open the box in card or do you not? You just said you're nervous. It's it's tough, dude. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I love when the people are ripping boxes and stuff. But, like, I hate to see, like, some kid save up a bunch of money, buy a $200 hobby box and get nothing. You know, that's why a lot of the kids, I tell them, hey, man, grab a $25 blaster and buy a really nice card. You get some free, you get some pack opening in and, you know, you're going to get something you like. Yeah, I don't do a ton of ripping product because it's that the money is just it's hard to make your money back. It really is. You gotta you gotta be lucky. I found that out through trial and error through the years. And plus, I had ter- terrible pack luck. And maybe it, it for good reason now that I don't buy packs because I think if you do hit one, you feel like you can hit again, you know. And I never really hit, so I always buy singles. And you know, I PC Jordan, and he could get expensive, so I'm better off buying him seeking out the card I want instead. But now I when I do buy, I try to buy based on like what can. I get possibly something for not spending too much. And so it, but cause, but I do like to rip because it is fun, man. That's where it all started, right? When you're a kid and you had a few bucks or your parents gave you some money, like that's, you started opening packs. You didn't buy singles when you're young. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I still rip all the time. Like we're big into hockey, me and my son. And 
we still we still rip a good amount of hockey and it's fun right i'm just you don't know what you're gonna get you can't wait to get the cards yeah yeah and and, and, you know i buy into the hype too don't get me wrong like i'm I'm gonna hit this connor bedard i'm gonna hit this i'm gonna hit this Uh. yeah i mean sometimes that's your only chance to get that big card is to rip packs because it's the card itself is too expensive yep yep and 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 like you know i've kind of like been watching all the people break and and i've been opening boxes and cases and stuff for god knows how long and you almost have to add in like a 30 percent to 40 percent fun factor (laughs) it's like um like vegas it's entertainment value you you know you're sitting at entertainment value you know yeah 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 and then if you hit then it's just that much better exactly absolutely so you know i talk about like the breakers getting all the hits but actually i've seen some you know you guys have posted some hits at your shop and and some of and some big hockey cards been pulled in shop huh can you tell the people about what some of the big cards that have been pulled so yeah like this year's this this hockey class is kind of like your 2022 or 2020 football class you know that's loaded like you know with all those quarterbacks like burrow herbert to to uh you know jordan love now and and all those receivers like cd and jefferson there's just a lot of good players like Connor bedard being the, the head guy and they came out with a product about uh probably about a month ago now artifacts hockey and they have a bunch of different like redemptions that you can get like the blackhawks you know rookie level one autograph patch and, and but they did do a like a Canada team Canada uh autograph patch from the world juniors numbered to 36 only in the product and two of them somehow got pulled out of our shop so far um yeah those those cards are they're beautiful and it was like numbered one of 36 and I think it was like 23 of 36. so two of 36 in that shop yeah it's unbelievable <laughs> that, that the odds are crazy yeah I mean it's I know a breaker that's local that's pretty big on whatnot for hockey. And I want to say they have done 25 cases and have not hit one. So it's, it's obviously, you know, it's a needle in a haystack essentially. That's awesome. And so that's why I asked you, like, do you want someone to open in, in shop or not? Because to see that it would be awesome. And you get the post that, Hey, this was hit here, but you know, as well as I do, it just more times than not, it's just not going to happen. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, hundred percent like, but, but when it does happen, it's pretty sweet. You know, like I remember, um, uh, I can't remember the product. It was a Luca. Oh, what did they hit? It was a Luca one of one out of contenders optic. Wow. Not rookie year, but I remember that getting pulled live at the store and just being like, whoa. Would you that like? Was, do you offer to buy that right on the spot, or do you? No, I I knew the guy wasn't going to sell it. You uh, know, like I just I know the guy. I know him very well. He's a good customer. Comes in a lot, and he's the kind of guy that's like, I'm going to grade it, and then I don't know what yeah. I'm going to do with it. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on grading a 101, by the way? <sighs> Man, um, I mean, I think you kind of just do it, just like mainly to authenticate the card. Yeah. Uh huh. You know, because with all the with all the, the um back doors and whatnot yeah yeah you know because i mean you get people that walk in with fake jordan rookies and they're like yeah what are you looking to pay so come on man <laughs> but you know i think i think that's the main thing obviously if if it looks clean maybe just go for the grade you know yeah. but if it, if it has noticeable issues you're just I, you know there was a guy that brought in a bryce young the score one like gem masters black from this year 101 not a huge card but still cool yeah, and it, it was graded PSA seven. Mm-hmm. I ended up picking it up from him, but like it's a seven, 
you know like it's i almost would rather just see authentic yeah i don't know yeah i'm torn on that to be honest with you because i i try to collect just nines because i feel like if i get a 10 i'm probably just gonna flip it so i can get more nines but um, yeah. that's just me but then yeah. if like yeah if i see eight or seven I'm like ah, maybe i'd rather just have this in a uh one touch you know <laughs> yeah no for sure for sure i think that the main thing for like a card like you know like a rookie card or something that's a one-on-one that is is probably just for authentication purposes you know so like you mentioned easier, uh, yeah you mentioned um, like ebay and stuff yeah you mentioned that uh someone like if a customer comes in with something like a fake jordan rookie or whatever as a card shop owner i'm always curious about this like you guys see a lot of collections a lot of cards people are coming in I'm, i take it you're always buying right so like oh yeah want to sell so when they bring you something that you know might be fake or you know is fake or something that's too good to be true how do you handle like someone bringing in something where you're like some maybe a red flag or two you know antenna they stick out like what do you do do you, do you buy it do you not buy it? do you let them know i mean how do you what is there anything like that has happened to your shop Oh yeah, we you get you're gonna get stuff that walks in, you know, where you're just like, this doesn't this isn't adding up, this doesn't make sense. And I I kind of just, you know, if I don't feel comfortable, I'm not gonna do the deal. You know, a lot of the people that I'm buying from are people that I do know and have dealt with. You know, doing the shows for 20 years, I have a pretty good, you know, uh just a pretty good, you know, uh group of people that come through that are constantly, you know, either buying, flipping, ripping you know, needing, you know, wanting to, you know, sell cards, store credit, whatever, you know, a lot of guys that, you know, new guys that come in that rip a bunch of stuff that only collect, you know, say lions and they're ripping all these football boxes. They don't want all these, you know, AJ Brown auto or whatever it be. And they want store credit to rip more. You know, that's, that's kind of like how I do it. I, I, there's been countless amounts of times that I've had, you know, deals walk in where I'm like, this, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't feel right. And I just pass slightly flat pass and move on. I mean, you just don't know, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. Like I get, it, it, it kind of seems like with any business, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Right. Oh, hundred percent. Have you had Jordan fake Jordan rookies come through and things like that? I've had one guy like had like opens up his coat and he's got like seven of them in his hand before, <laughs> before he even like got them up to me. I already said, well, those are fake. Cause I could just smell looking at them. Like the print quality was so bad. It was like, you know, cause you can go on eBay and buy them for five bucks yeah. or whatever, uh -huh. you know, all day. And they don't even say like reprint or anything on them. It's terrible. Or they might write like RP or something where you don't notice or something like that. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, it's the card. I, I've handled a bunch of that 86, 87 Fleer over the years. And I know I can pretty much spot a fake instantly. Uh-huh. This guy's like, I got seven of them in my hand. <laughs> yeah, it's like, have you seen these before? I'm like, oh, man, come on. What do you say to someone like that? I, I just said, yeah, but those those don't look to be real. Those are probably reprints. <laughs> You know, I mean, like, what am I going to do? You know, I can't, you know, you bring me, grade them with PSA, bring them back, I'll buy them. Yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> what if you, what, do you do grading at the store or anything? Do you subs? Or no, do you I sell? don't. I just, I, you know, it, it's, it's a big old operation for me. Like, I, it's just, it's a lot of work and, and I'm trying to concentrate more on singles and, and do that. And down the road, would I like to do it? Yeah, for sure. Um, but just for me right now, I'm still looking to, you know, down the road, I've got a couple guys that I have in mind that are going to hopefully help me out here soon. So maybe once I get those couple guys aboard, that that's something that we could look into doing. Um, 
but my biggest thing right now is to get um get more singles out um and and get my website up and going yeah i feel like a lot of local card shops are just lagging behind in the singles department like they got to get them in and out i think like when i go to a lot of and i try to go to a, a card shop in different areas you know i hit up a lot of them you know that mm -hmm. and I'll see a lot of the same cards all the time and just mm -hmm. sitting in there. And I'm just, to me, it's your, you're wasting space. I don't even know, you know, yeah. it's your, this is, that's inventory. That's floor space. You know, it's yeah, for like, sure. uh, you, you're running a shop or a museum. So. Yeah. 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 You get, and then, you know, like if they got them sitting under those lights, a bunch of faded autographs and you know, the, the cards I've noticed even like at a couple cards that, I'm, I they must have just missed the rotation. If they're sitting under those lights in your showcases for that long, they start fading. And that's when you know you kind of can tell, like, oh man, this card's not this card hasn't been isn't isn't moving. We need to get we need to get this out of here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, and back to the grading real quick. I know like it's a numbers game because you are a business. If it's worth it for you to do group submissions and things like that, do you feel like you have also a responsibility? Like people have given you all these cards and like, where are my cards? I need them back and all this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So like I, I personally submit cards to PSA and there's, I've got a few um, people that have asked me over the time that hit a couple of big cards and I will, you know, grade them for them. And before I even had the shop, I would send stuff in for buddies and stuff. And even buddies would be like, dude, where's my cards? When, when are they coming back? Have you heard anything? And it's like, <laughs> man, come on, dude, like, you know, the rule, you know, the deal. It's like when I, when they're, when they're here, I'm going to let you know, you know, like it's, it's, I'm not just like, they're not just sitting somewhere, you know, like I didn't get them back and just not tell you. Yeah. Right. But then imagine that those are your friends. Imagine it's strangers, customers, that's, you know, that's, that's, it's, a, that's, it's a tough, you know, I have a couple buddies of mine that, that have shops that are, you know, kind of not, not in Michigan, but one of them is adamant on, you know, not doing the grading and just referring them to other people. Like I, I refer all of my customers to the uh, Havro cards. He sets up at the Troy show. He does PSA submissions. I just, you know, it's a local guy where they can drop him off and he's on the PSA side. He's trustworthy. I've even sent stuff through him just to see if I can get better grades through him, you know, and just to test it out. And, um, I, I you know, it, it, it's a, it, the other, my other buddy, he, he's, he's, oh, it's great, man. It's awesome. And he hired an, his own guy that handles all the grading. They do PSA, they do SGC, they do Beckett. They even do the local guy Kuntz's ISA grading. They do everything there, mm -hmm. you know, and and they and they love it. And they actually charge people like two dollars to review a card. Hmm. And do they do like prep and all that stuff on the card as well? Yeah, they do all that stuff. So they he's got a pretty big operation like for that. I think he gets several thousand cards a month. Oh, that's a lot of cards. Yeah. To yeah. Through, you know um before i let you go i know you're very knowledgeable in the hockey market i'm looking up maybe i don't do a ton of hockey at all but i think i want to buy one a box to rip on the youtube channel uh any recommendations for me i'm going to come see you any new product coming out that i should maybe uh think about uh getting and and like so, i want yeah. a kind of bedard man give me one an auto a number come <laughs> how do i get one i want so, one of those 36 <laughs> yeah so maybe maybe i'm tapped out on the artifacts product but uh yeah um i'm gonna stay away from uh, that. i don't, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if i'm gonna get three of the 36 <laughs> but uh the, ne the next big one that everybody's you know talking about is going to be the upper deck series two so it, it's going to have Connor bedard's uh young gun which is kind of like the standard rookie card for hockey um there's there's not there's not autographs of that card but the the card itself will probably be five to eight hundred dollars wow um 
And then wow. there's parallel versions That's of that. That's just for a base rookie? Yeah, well, it's a short print. So, like, it's a 50-card Young Gun set, and there's six per box. Okay. So the rule is one or two per case. Okay. Um, and then there's going to be, like, uh, an exclusive version out of 100. They do a high gloss out of 10. They do a clear cut that's like an acetate. And then this year, for the first time ever, they have the one of one Young Gun. So I'm going to assume that somebody's probably going to throw some crazy bounty out there like that week of or the week you know prior to the the release it comes out february 28th that is going to be a crazy hot product i even have people from canada calling me about the product and i tell them i can't sell to canadians because that's <laughs> the upper deck dealer the diamond dealer policy uh-huh. well can they come across the board this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And just get it then, basically. I, I, that, I mean, how am I supposed to know where they're from? You okay, know, that, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're, they're just there. Can you ship here? No, we can't ship. No, you can't it's ship a, there. But yeah. No, it's a 180-day rule. So. What about, okay, you just brought up, I'm glad you brought this up, the bounties. How do you feel about bounties and private offers for cards? Do you think that's a good or bad thing for the hobby? Oh, well, I think that definitely gets excitement for the product. I think that definitely is going to get more people ripping the product for sure. Um, it's just interesting that, you know, they I, I think it was the top Chrome update baseball. They had a couple big bounties out there. I think it was the Volt. They did those major league debut one-on-one auto patches. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah, those are. Yeah. Yep. And they had Volpe was like 150000 and Walker was like hundred grand. And I don't think any of those got hit. Mm-hmm. Well, I get I get a little leery about those kind of bounties because I wonder like, well, what's going on there? You know, um, I it obviously is it, it definitely you know is going to bring up the excitement. People are like, oh yeah, that bounty, the bounty. You know, that, that's I hear that talk all the time. The Tom Brady card for the Bowman draft. You know, yeah. um, the problem is is I think it just raises the cost of the boxes. You know, and then it just becomes like, what are we doing? Type thing. Why are we opening these? <laughs> well, also like if. If you do to have pull the card, if you're that lucky and you decide not to take the bounty or whatever, and you put it on auction, and it goes well below the bounty. Like, how does that affect the boxes and the cards from there moving forward? 
Well, I, I got to imagine that anybody that hits any of these bounties is taking a bounty because they're priced so crazy, staggering above what the card's actually worth. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the one was the Drew Jones that got pulled out of Bowman. $250,000 for the Super Fractor Autograph Rookie card. And I, I want to say maybe, I mean, he's, you know, 18 years old playing rookie ball. And uh, I think he got hurt and was out for the season when it got pulled. You know, so like you would be like, I I mean, like you'd have to be Mike Trout, right? For it to be worth more than the bounty. That's crazy. Like I did, that's the thing about the product now. Like the hobby is, I don't think ever been more alive, right? Like the hype and just the product buying and the products coming out. But then also the, the price is like built in so much to this stuff now, you know, like oh, it's, you said he had to be Mike Trout. Mike Trout doesn't get that that price. You know, he's my, and know. he's Mike Trout. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the cost of the hobby boxes are just they've gotten so just it, it does it doesn't really add up a lot of times with like what the secondary market you know shows you with singles and it gets to be you know you're chasing what five cards out of the product that everybody went you know would want to hit and yeah. it, just the realistic is that it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, and that's why that's, that's where the thirty to forty percent fun factor comes in. Yeah, exactly. And collect within your means. You know, if you collect yes, what you love, and within your means, you can't go wrong. So remember, it's yep. fun. It's a hobby. So yeah, exactly. singles, singles. <laughs> well, Jason, man, I appreciate it a lot. Man, it was a good talk, man. I can't wait to. Uh, we'll have you back on. Will you come back on? Yeah, for sure, man. Hundred percent. All right. Can you let people know one more time? Uh, maybe the phone number where your shop's located and uh, all your socials. Yeah, so um, like I said, we're in downtown Clawson. We're at uh, 18 South uh, Main Street. Um, we are like right next to um, Magic Wonderland, which has been there for like 25 years, and um, the Whiskey Taco Fatra, and there's uh, Cave Coffee right there. Um, our store phone number is 248-291-6265. Um, or you can just send us like a Facebook message or an you know, a, a DM on Instagram if you have any questions. Yeah, it's a great store. I've been there. Very reasonable prices. Uh, Jason is has a ton of stuff in shops, singles, wax, like we mentioned. They have, they'll update you on trade nights when they get those going. Those are really popular usually. I will try to make it out to a trade night, Jason. Um, I appreciate your time, man. And everybody, like I said, if you enjoyed the podcast, please refer it to a friend. I'm on Odyssey, Apple, uh, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep collecting. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 